In today's episode, I am going to talk about self-discipline and why it is an important component to being successful. Now, a study in the Journal of Personality found that self-discipline was a better predictor of academic success than intelligence alone. So studying consistently for eight weeks before an exam is better than being highly intelligent and cramming your exam last minute. And psychologist Angela Duckworth did a research where she found that self-discipline is a more accurate predictor of long-term success than talent or IQ alone. So already, there's a lot of benefits of being self-disciplined in your life. Okay, what is self-discipline? So by definition, discipline is the ability to push yourself forward or taking actions regardless of how you're feeling physically, emotionally, or mentally. It's doing or not doing those things that will help you grow, change, and come closer to your goals and dreams, even though you might not feel like it at that time. When we boil down to what success is made of, it's really everything that you do or don't do day in and day out on a consistent basis, aka your habits. So let's say you want to become a really good soccer player. The training that you do day in and day out for a number of years will help you to get to the level of skill that you want. And throughout those years, there will be times that will challenge your discipline when let's say it's raining on one of those training days. Will you still go and train or will you take the easy way out and just say, eh, it's just one training session. I can just stay at home and attend the next one when it's not raining. I know a couple of you guys listening would have chosen to stay at home. However, today I am going to give you four tips on how to increase your self-discipline so that you will say yes to going to the training, regardless of whether it is sunny or raining. Now, this situation could apply at any time in your life, not just in soccer. For example, going to the gym after work to lose weight, but you are too tired. So you just go home and sit on the couch, munching on chips and watching TV for three hours. Or waking up at 6am for your morning run, but you just couldn't get out of bed. Or cramming for your exams the day before the exam, when you had eight weeks to prepare, but you were too lazy to study consistently. Now, I have great news for you guys. Discipline is a skill. And with a skill, it is something that you can build over time. It's like a muscle that you can train at the mindset gym. The more repetition and sets that you do, the stronger it's going to get. And yes, the start of the journey will probably be the hardest. Just like when you start at high school or university, you struggle for a little bit until you get comfortable with it. But it will be worth it. It can also be life-changing for the better if you do it right. So let's move on to the four tips on how to increase your self-discipline. All right, guys, topic number one is to identify your obstacles. So what is it that's limiting you to doing what you want to do? You need to identify what that is, and then you need to come up with a strategy for overcoming each obstacle. Let's say your goal is to read at least one book on leadership to enhance your skills in that area. When you found a book that you like, you're just saying to yourself, oh, it's really hard for me to find the time to read this. And then eventually those excuses just keep building up in your head. And then you just keep finding reasons not to read this book. So it might be, oh, I don't have the time or I'm not in the mood to read today. And then by the time you know it, it will be two to three weeks down the track and you still haven't even opened the first page, right? Okay, so an obstacle that is 
pretty evident here is the lack of time to read. So how can we come up with strategies to increase the time that is available to read? Firstly, figure out the time when you are really busy and obviously those time you're not going to be reading the book, but also come up with a list of the times during the day that might be possible for you to read, even if it's just five to 10 minutes. Let's say you read about 10 minutes a day, okay? So we have 24 hours in a day. So 10 minutes is one-sixth of one hour in which there are 24 hours in one day. This is a very small chunk of your time to dedicate to reading, if you think about it like that. So if you read for 10 minutes a day and you read it for seven days a week, that's 70 minutes. Now that's a good amount of time that you have dedicated to reading over the course of just one week. Now, the free time could be while you're waiting for the bus for work. So instead of scrolling on Instagram and watching mindless reels for 10 minutes, you could fit in a quick reading session. Or maybe it's the time when you wake up just before the kids get up, you know, and distracting you. Whatever it is, find a time you know that's suitable for you for 10 minutes and just get started. Topic number two, guys, is to replace your old habits. I know, old habits die hard, but that doesn't mean you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? So when we're developing self-discipline, most of the time we are trying to break out of a bad habit and we're trying to replace it with something that's more productive or positive. Yes, I know, breaking out of a bad habit can be quite hard because that means you'll be coming out of your routine, which is something that a lot of us don't like to do. Look, it's going to take baby steps for you to replace your old habits, but as long as you're making a conscious attempt to replace it with a more positive habit, then over time you will be able to replace them. But it's not going to be a quick fix. This is something that's going to take time, but let me tell you now, it will be worth it. So let's say you want to start waking up earlier but you have this nasty habit of scrolling through your phone for one hour before you sleep. I get it. Our social media and phone can be very addictive. It's something that's reducing our attention span, our focus, and it's destroying our ability to be present and communicate with our friends and families that are around us. So let's break this down, guys. The bad habit is being on your phone one hour before you sleep. And the good habit you are trying to replace is not going on your phone before you sleep so that you can reach your goal of being able to wake up earlier the next day. Now that you have identified what bad habit you are trying to replace, you can come up with strategies to help you. Make it something easy to do, easy to remember, and something that you can sustain for a long period of time. You don't want to fry your brain and put too much effort too early because there's always that risk of burning out and returning back to your old bad ways. These strategies could be as simple as turning off your phone two hours before you sleep or as creative as having an accountable partner. So every time you use your phone past, let's say 9.30 p.m. during the week, you will honestly record it down the amount of times that you have used your phone past that time. And for each time, you need to tell your accountable partner that you will pay them 50 bucks for using your phone past 9.30 p.m. 
If you are very serious about it, then increase the stake and watch what happens when you don't want to lose a thousand bucks each time. Obviously, you don't want to do this for the rest of your life because whoever is your partner will be quite rich. But to start off, this is great to build up the discipline and resilience in your mind. And then later on, you can move away from the accountability partner and have more of an internal motivation as to why you should you know, not be on your phone for one hour before you sleep so that you can wake up earlier the next day. So guys, take your time. All dogs can definitely learn new tricks and so can you. Topic three is to remove temptations. This is a big one because out of sight means out of mind. And a lot of times our temptations can really hit us really hard in the face, break our discipline and really make us go backwards. Let's say that you want to eat healthier so you go onto a healthier diet. But imagine that if your kitchen has sour worms, salty chips, and cinnamon donuts on the bench, this is going to make it so much harder for you to stick to your goal of eating healthy if all of that is lying around for you to see. Because every time you look at it, the temptation goes through the eyes to your brain, and the thought of wanting to eat it has now crept into your mind. Now your mind has to battle between the thought of not eating that cinnamon donut for the sake of your new healthy diet and body versus eating that cinnamon donut because it looks bloody delicious and you're craving for a sugar hit and your stomach is now growling. Your discipline has to be at its almighty highest if you're going to resist that donut, especially if you are someone like me who has a very weak spot for cinnamon donuts. So what I am trying to say is that if that donut is not there in the first place, You don't even get the chance to think about whether to eat it or not. You are just simply not going to eat it because it did not even exist in your mind in the first place. It could also be that damn Netflix account that you find yourself watching for three hours after work every single night. Unsubscribe to it if you want to stop watching movies for five nights every week and start that side business of yours. Remember, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. This is one of the most effective ways to improve your self-discipline, guys. So implement it throughout all aspects of your life as much as possible. Number four, guys, is to forgive yourself when you do go backwards sometimes with your journey to building up your discipline. For most of us, we will have setbacks with when we are trying to develop our self-discipline. It's something that's going to take you two steps forward, but sometimes you will be taking one step back. You need to forgive yourself and you need to accept the fact that it's not going to be a smooth path for you to achieve your goal of being totally disciplined, all right? Because there will be some days where you will lose that discipline and you will feel naked and not wanting to take actions or wanting to do what it is that's necessary for you to achieve your goals at that time. And in those times, it's okay. It's just better for you to forgive yourself, accept the fact that you know these things do happen, setbacks occurs. But as long as you move forward from that and the next few days you try to make up for it by taking actions or from learning from it, then that's all that matters. Nobody is perfect. Discipline will develop over time with consistent practice. And as long as you have that mentality And that mindset, the chance of you developing your discipline is very high. I have these bad days as well. And I used to be really hard on myself, okay? 
I used to tell myself that I should be productive pretty much all the time, which made me constantly stressed out. And I was on the edge of burning out so many times. But now that I know that sometimes I can't control what happens in my life, but as long as I know that my general trajectory is going forward, then that's all that matters. So forgive yourself when you have these bad moments. Accept that life is not perfect. You are not perfect. I am not perfect. That person on the internet is not perfect. Okay? And as long as you are trying your best with the mindset of wanting to be better, then you are on the right path, my friend. All right, guys, so that's all I have for you today. Let's recap on the four tips on how to improve your self-discipline. Firstly, identify your obstacles and come up with strategies on how to get over them. Secondly, replace your old habits with better, more productive habits. This will take time, to, this will take time so be patient with yourself. Thirdly, remove any temptation that may challenge your discipline like those damn cinnamon donuts in the kitchen. And lastly, be kind to yourself and understand that you will have relapses in your journey to being a more disciplined person. No one is perfect and life has its ups and downs. The only thing that matters is that you pick yourself up and move forward. Remember that discipline is doing or not doing the things that you should be in order to get closer to your goals. So guys, thank you so much for listening to me today and I hope to catch all of you in my next episode. Take care.